905 to whoever you are. This is Schwab Wars. Hello, everyone. My name is Adam Hayes, and we are back with another special Never Have I Ever, a uh, special retro rewind and review where Jordan Lloyd now has the floor and must show my wife a movie that she has never, ever seen before. Last time we did this, of course, if you go back to the archives, anchor.fm slash Schwab Wars podcast, uh, Cassie showed Jordan Freaky Friday, and now it is Jordan's turn to show her the ultimate masterpiece in cinematic productions, of course, Hulk Hogan's Mr. Nanny. Jordan, as you were. You're being sarcastic. Of course I am. Why don't you like Mr. Nanny? Because <laughs> Suburban Commando is so much better. That's not a high bar. I know it's not a high bar. <laughs> no holds barred. Suburban Commando. Okay, full transparency. Most of Hulk Hogan's movies aren't good. If you're, like, if you're judging art, Hulk Hogan's movies are... Most of them are mediocre at best, but they're fun to watch. Something can be mediocre but still be fun. Like it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be high art form for you to have a good time. This one I picked, Mr. Nanny. This one I had, I have a fond, I have fond memories of. This is one of the first ones I saw. I didn't see No Holds Barred first. I didn't see Suburban Commando first. This actually might have been the first Hulk Hogan movie I saw. I know, you're probably thinking what a horrible childhood I had. This was the first one I ever saw. Kinda. But, like, it's fun. It's like, it's a mix of Home Alone, it's a mix of the parent trap. You probably are familiar with the parent trap, or at least have heard of it. I think I've heard of it. Lindsay Lohan was in the parent trap. The remake. Yeah, I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh. Well, <clears throat> that was a bad estimation on my part. But, yeah, so, it's fun. It's, it's good old fun family entertainment. It's a giant muscle-bound idiot trying to look after kids that are that are smarter than him. That's pretty much the premise of it. So. Okay. And uh, what anniversary is this? Uh, this would be the 30-year anniversary of this film. Yes, okay. 1993, October 1993. All right. Well, I have no idea what I'm getting myself into, but uh, let's get to it. I mean, it's it's. The, the guy from, uh, the guy from, oh, what is the show called? The Jeffersons. The, the, the husband from the Jeffersons is yeah. also in it. Sherman? Is his name Sherman? I have no idea. Can't remember, but people listening to this, they'll know who it is. This dude is hilarious. And, like, he's funny in this. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll catch you on the other side. This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Hey guys, this is Gilmy from the OIW Podcast Network. I am the pod father, and you, well, you know what? Kind of digging that name now. But what I do want to talk to you guys about right now, real quick, is the OIW Podcast Network has very big things coming in 2022. You are going to start seeing us pop up at your local wrestling shows, your comic conventions. We have our own website now as well as all of our social media posts, which are being actively run right now. I just want to say thank you to listening to all of our shows, guys. Check out the site. Check out those socials. Keep tabs on where Ontario Indie Wrestling is coming from. And thanks for just listening to all of all these uh, shows. Okay, so that was that. <laughs> I just have one question. Okay. Was nineties? Was every nineties movie like that? No, not every nineties movie. Every okay, <laughs> then here's my next question: Why would Hulk Hogan and his success and uh -huh. the, the, the 
the caliber that he carried, I guess. Uh-huh. Want to be involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> well. That was an hour and 20 minutes of my life. I'm never getting back. <laughs> the reason being is eventually you can't, you couldn't do what he did in the ring year after year after year. Eventually you would get too old, so you would have to find ways to cross over and have potential new careers. That was career killing, not career defining. Well, there's a reason why he doesn't make movies anymore. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, you want to explain the plot, Cassie? I've seen better acting from a fish. Yeah. <laughs> Animated uh, and real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so that was a movie about a wrestler, Hulk Hogan, who I guess isn't making it in the wrestling business the way he wants to, or something, he's having nightmares about it, and his crotchety old mustache friend was like, <laughs> I'm gonna... <laughs> Way to go, Cassie. You broke Jordan. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to get your ass out of the ring. And he did by setting him up with security gig, which was actually babysitting. Um, he kept his cool the whole time. Like, I see why the kids came around to him. I would have left after getting hit in the head with the bowling ball. <laughs> That, that was the first thing that happened to him. Yes, I would have left as soon as I got hit in the head with the bowling ball that came off that little homemade ramp. You wouldn't have left. You would have left on a stretcher. Sure, that would have killed a normal man. So would the electrocution in the bathroom. So would the attempted murder with the weightlifting bench. So many things would have killed a normal man. So would flying off the bike head first, not wearing a helmet at the end of the movie that just happened. Yeah. Yeah, well, they they wanted him to stay, so they tied his bike to a garden hose. <laughs> okay, so I've seen this. Normally I ask you this question, so at, you can ask me. If you know the question I'm going to think of, does this hold up? Oh, well. Um, so you can ask me, because I've seen this numerous times. Does it hold up? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. It does not hold up. <laughs> I've, it's been a while since I've seen it. I still have fun with it, but it's it's very dated. It's very corny. Yeah. It has a lot of humor that is not very funny. No. <laughs> but there's still a weird charm to it that I still, I, I still enjoy it for what it is. Because, if anything, it I think it knows it's silly. It knows it's stupid. And it leans into that. It doesn't take itself seriously at all, but it doesn't. But not to the point where it's it's self parody. Like it's, it knows it's stupid and it embraces it. Oh my god! I still contest that this is not this is not the worst thing he's ever been in. I disagree with you. There are worse things he's been. Santa with muscles is worse than this. Sure, Thunder in Paradise is worse than this. Oh, so right. then you just said you disagree with me, but then you just proved my point. All right. Well, fair enough. <laughs> so, I, I hold Suburban Commando with such high regard and saying with no holds barred, so. It's not a high bar. It really isn't. Okay. He, Hogan had a presence. 
he had a natural charisma, which I mean, he still has in this. He's not unlikable. Is he? Was he a great actor? Lord no. And I'm pretty. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure if you asked him if he thought he was a great actor, he'd probably tell you no too. It's very few wrestlers were ever able to make the transition from being in the ring to being an actual actor. And the ones that did, it took them years to hone it and perfect it. He didn't. He didn't do that. It's well, that's very clear. <laughs> no, it's very clear. He's no rock. He, I would even put Batista in that regard too. He took years to actually be taken as a serious actor too. So, positives and negatives for you, Cassie, about this film. Uh, what okay. did you like about it? Um, I liked that it was only an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Any longer would would have made it so much worse. Um, I can see why it would be something like super corny. Like I'm a hard person to make laugh. But, like, someone like my mother would have been killing herself laughing that whole time. I know your mother, uh, and I know that that's a very accurate statement. Right? But someone like me, like, I was sitting here rolling my eyes because it was just <laughs> so bad. It was just so bad. Right from the moment Hogan rolled up and was stopped by the, the what did he say, gorilla in a monkey gorilla suit? Gorilla, yeah. He, he, he pulled up to the front gate to the, to the, the father's company. And immediately, they're like, we have a possible intruder politely coming in at the front gate. Yeah, <laughs> like, no kidding. And he's just, and you just hear the horrible punching sound effects. And his, he broke the his, his fist is nowhere near the guy's face. And yeah, those like, those bars that stop you from coming into a parking lot that you have to wait till they go up. He just casually breaks it off like it's a fucking Twix bar. Using it as a weapon. <laughs> This is assaulting security guards. Like, what the what? fuck? Oh, fuck. Oh, God. So, I don't know if I have anything negative to say about it, except for the fact that I lost an hour and 20 minutes of my life. But, I mean, nothing else really negative to say. It was what it was. I don't ever need to see that again. <laughs> okay, so I'll say, upon now having doing a rewatch... I, I honestly don't remember the last time I saw this. Like, it's been years. Um, positives? The kids are... Honestly, the kids are charming. No, like, they're not. No, they're fucking not. Hold on. <laughs> the I one mean, girl. Sing. Sing. Fucking went... Put like, an exorcist on Exorcist him. on him, yeah. No but shit. But it's done in a... Honestly, it's done in a way where, like, it's it's horrifying, but at the same time, it's like, they're kind of charming at the same time. I don't know. I, the boy, to me, had no redeeming qualities at all, but... The girl did. The girl, sure. The, yeah. the maid is hilarious. But yes, the maid was funny. The maid is hilarious. Duh. So, uh, for the for the negatives... There's one, I mean, there's there's a few negatives, but there's one big glaring one, and that's the bad guy. Which one? The main bad guy. Not the bodyguard who looked like he was an would have been an extra at Street Fighter, the German fucking iron-jawed giant, but his name was Wolfgang, of course, the stereotypical German name. No. The, the guy with the satellite dish for a head? Yes. That dude is scenery-chewing from the second he walks on screen to the second he flies through the top of that skylight in that warehouse. He's like a C-level Batman villain from the 60s. Being a C is generous. That's like a, that's like an H-level Batman villain. It's like, that dude is... 
that dude was way over the top. I don't. It's like that guy didn't like this movie's over the top, but that guy was like that. He he was in a different movie. Yeah, I don't know what he was so angry about. Like he's so he's concerned about his hair. Meanwhile, seventy percent of his skull's missing. Yeah. So. <laughs> Take that for motivation. With all these <laughs> classic motivations of all these classic villains and movies over the years, this guy was mad because he lost his hair. Yes. That's it. <laughs> he wanted revenge because he lost his hair. And uh, he wanted to be rich and get that little chip. And he wanted to be rich and get the chip. The, the movie... I mean, it's... The music, there's there's the weird music choices too that it's like very '90s and it sounds like something that would have been made on Audacity. Adam, I don't understand that. Remember Audacity, Adam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so no, it's not. It's not one of his best. It's definitely not one of his. Honestly, it's not one of his best. It's not one of his worst. Well, it's kind of just there. <laughs> Do you guys want to know a little bit of statistics about this? Sure. Yes. So, hit me. Yeah, so on IMDb, this got a 3.8 out of 10. <laughs> Not surprised. Would you okay. agree Would you agree that with that synopsis, Cassie? Uh, yeah. Lower, higher? Uh, no, I think 3.8 is pretty fair. I wouldn't go to a 4. All right. Well, I'd go down to a 3, though. The budget for this movie was around $10 million. That's disgusting. Where did it go? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> and renting the house, I guess. Um, opening weekend in the U.S. and Canada, it made $1.8 million. I'm shook. And, hold on, though. Hold and on. And it made a gross worldwide box office of $4.3 million. So that's they didn't awful. even they didn't that's, even make half their money back. That's awful. <laughs> that's awful. But for 1993, that's not like that's not horrible. It's not horrible, but like that's bad. They couldn't even make back half of ten. That's what like low budget stuff now makes in a weekend. Yeah. Ten million, and it cost them that much to make that. Yes. That's funny. That's that's, that's what statistics you got. Well, yeah, that's just it's a couple. There wasn't much. <laughs> I mean, this director also has uh, literally only one other movie that's a claim to fame of the 90s. And, of course, Jordan, you'll know this, and that's A Kid in King Arthur's Court. He made that piece of shit, too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he made a couple other films, and that's it. I'm sensing a theme. So. Yo, when did A Kid in King Arthur's Court come out? Oh, God. <laughs> it's no it's funny Cassie ideas. next, 1995. Fuck! Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Two years. Oh, never mind. In any event, so of course, this, so that was you know, Mister Nanny Cassie. I'm very sorry. Like, <laughs> like he showed you Die Hard. You did Freaky Friday. You guys had a couple good runs of like some movies. You're like, you know, this wasn't that bad. Hey, you know what? And now you just made her sit through this, and she's like, you know what? You're, you're gonna leave, and you'd be like, I'm never doing this again, Adam. <laughs> That's not true. Well, no, <laughs> That's not true. But you well, know what? Well, she, get, she gets the she gets the next pick. Okay, but you know what? I would say it's it's fun to do ones that are entertaining and good, but it's also fun to do bad ones too. True. It's fun to do bad ones because not not watching it, <laughs> but it's fun to do bad ones because you can dissect it at the end. What is there to dissect? Like <laughs> it's just awful. <laughs> and it's fun. It's fun to say that. Oh god. Well, I believe the next one that we were potentially talking about, um, by the time we do the next one, it'll be around Christmas time. Now, 
this movie technically was released like a couple months before um, the, the holidays, but I believe we're going to probably be showing it for our last one for the year uh, around the Christmas time area. And it'll be the 25-year anniversary of Cassie's all-time favorite Christmas movie, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Now, of course, you guys are thinking of the stop-motion animation. Nay, nay, that is not my wife's favorite. Cassie, Cassie, do you want to explain a little bit about this Rudolph movie and why it is, in your opinion, your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, other than, of course, you know, some of the other live actions. Well, for starters, it's just a better quality movie, in my opinion. Than the, than the Frank Rankin-Bass one, you guess? Yes. Okay. I don't like the stop and go in the claymations or whatever those are. I just, I don't know. I, I never like shows like that. And this one is like more like cartoon like like it's I don't know I, I just think it's more kid friendly um and I got this movie on VHS when I was five or six years old and anyways yeah it's it's, it's the typical Rudolph movie but it's got like it's so much more kid friendly it's got super super um catchy music and tunes inside of it it's got a cute little story and I watch it every year and I'm I just love it. So, Jordan, I know you hold the Rankin-Bass, you know, Rudolph to high regard, just like a lot of us people do. So, yeah, are, you, old. are you willing to accept that there is another Rudolph movie, and in her opinion, this one's better? I've seen, of course I can accept that there's other Rudolph movies. I've seen other Rudolph movies. I've Not never this seen, one. <laughs> I've never seen this one. Well, this one, of course, features John Goodman, Whoopi Goldberg, Debbie Reynolds, Richard Simmons, and Bob Newhart. What a cast. Bob Newhart, Santa Claus? Or is John Goodman Santa Claus? John Goodman Santa, John Santa Claus. Goodman, Santa that, Santa makes, Claus. that makes a lot more sense. So, Who voices Rudolph? Uh, I do can't well, Jesus Christ, you're making me like, really quickly look here. I don't, can't find it. There's no cast? I got it. Hold on. Jesus Christ. Uh, Kathleen Barr is Rudolph. A woman? Yes. Interesting. And then, of course, other... No, 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 a woman can't voice Rudolph. <laughs> it's interesting. Well, anyway, so we're kind of wasting time at this point. So, of course, like I said, check out everything in the archives, anchor.fm slash podcast. All the other uh, rewind and reviews, never have I ever, between these two in the past, of course. Like I said, Die Hard, Freaky Friday. Uh, what was the other one you guys did? The Lizzie McGuire movie. Uh, of course, there was this one that we just happened. So stay tuned in a couple of months when we do... The Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer movie. That is the 25-year anniversary when it comes to that. Um, that's pretty much it. Anything else you want to sign off, Cassie, before we close this one up? Just remember it can always be voice. Yeah, you can watch Mr. Nanny twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Take I feel the need to point out the credits right now for the movie are on pause. Corinne, I think was the I think was the name of the maid. Look at her actual name, Mother Love. That's a great name. There's somebody out there named Mother Love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I will talk to you guys later. Thank you very much. We'll catch you on the next one.